obviously managing multiple pen names can be really challenging and it's not something I would necessarily recommend but it's something that it can be useful in terms of exposure. Hello writers and welcome to the Writer's Mindset Podcast with me Christina Adams and me Ellie Betts. We're here bringing you all the knowledge and techniques you need to achieve your writing goals. Whether you want to be a number one bestseller or make a living writing what you love, we've got you covered. It's time for practical tips, hard truths and tough love, but in the very best of ways. Do you love the podcast? You can support us over on Patreon for less than your favourite coffee per month. As part of our writing community, you'll get to listen to new episodes early enjoy bonus episodes and take part in patron only writing workshops whenever we hit our income goals sounds like a bargain to me yeah our first live workshop when we hit enough patrons to buy a domain name will be on getting focused focus during your writing sessions and deciding which idea you should be focusing on right now which is one of the big problems we see a lot right it is and that's why we chose it if you like the sounds of that visit writerscookbook.com forward slash support just me again this week because ellie is busy with a move and some uni assignments so we're going to be talking about when you should and should not use a pen name this week before that little bit of a personal update i am about halfway through edits on the mummy's curse right now which is the second book in afterlife calls my aim is to get it out in september slash october i actually hit the pre-order button for apple books for the mummy's curse the other day so by the time this episode goes out i think it will be live for pre-order on apple i was quite chuffed at the weekend when i noticed the ghost call was featured as coming soon in the sci-fi and fantasy section next to a couple of big name fantasy authors one of whom was steven erickson who my boyfriend actually loves so that was quite nice to see considering it's a new book a new series a new pen name other than that just dealing with the heat wave we're having in the uk and the ridiculous pollen levels everyone in our house has quite nasty hay fever so including the dog so it's not a great time of year for us but we're trying to enjoy it by like having barbecues and embracing the sunshine whilst i am there wearing my hat my sunglasses just covered from head to toe so i don't catch the sun because i like being pale the ghost call is out on the 29th of june and is available to pre-order on amazon apple kobo barnes and noble etc so do give it a pre-order if it's your thing this week, as I said, we are talking about when you should and shouldn't use a pen name. A lot of people often consider using a pen name before they start writing, but they're never quite sure. So hopefully this episode can help. I've been using a pen name now since about 2014. And at the time, it was a way for me to separate me and my self-consciousness from my writing because I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself and my ability. So it almost became like my version of Beyonce's Sasha Fierce. You know, on stage, she doesn't see herself as Beyonce. She sees herself as Sasha Fierce. And for me, that was what Christina Adams was. It was a persona allowing me to separate myself from my writing and what I do. And it's not so much that now, but it still certainly helps to create a little bit of a barrier between myself and my confidence issues and the writing I put out in the world. 
although since I started freelancing and using my real name for freelancing, it is a little bit more of a challenge. And I certainly do still find myself much less confident when it comes to putting my real name out there. And I, I don't know why that is, but that's just how it is. There was also an element of when I created my pen name, I just didn't like my name. I've never been a massive fan of it, but it's not like I hate it enough to change it permanently. But the other challenge that kind of piggybacks off that is that people find it very hard to spell. I don't have a particularly complicated name, but I have been called so many different surnames and first names over the years and had so many different spellings. And when someone is trying to search for your name in Google, on Amazon, on Apple, etc., you want something that people can spell. Because if they can't spell your name, then they can't find your book. You know, people may search for the book's title instead, but you never know. Particularly if you have several books in a series and they're looking for your name over the book. So I wanted to kind of have that reassurance. Tying back into separating your real life from your fiction, like I mentioned I like to do. One of the biggest categories where people do this is for erotica. You can see why someone who's writing these very dirty sex scenes would want to separate themselves from their real life. They don't necessarily want their family to find out what they're writing about or their co-workers or their children or whoever. The other thing I've seen is people who write multiple genres separating them out, particularly if they are very different genres. I know someone who writes children's fiction but also writes quite gripping, gory crime. And they're the kind of books you definitely don't want children to find. So he has two very, very different pen names to differentiate them. And all the adults probably know, or at least his circle of writer friends know, that he has these two different pen names, but his readers don't. Separating genres out is also helpful in terms of algorithms, because the way the algorithms work is they recommend your book based on what other people who've read it also read. So if you're writing in six different genres under the same name, it confuses these also-bought algorithms. I certainly noticed when my What Happens In series took off, my nonfiction took a nosedive because my also bots weren't nonfiction also bots anymore. They were women's fiction and romance also bots. And so I have considered separating out my nonfiction under a different pen name to give it a bit more um, leeway and a bit more exposure in the also bought engine. And obviously managing multiple pen names can be really challenging and it's not something I would necessarily recommend, but it's something that it can be useful in terms of exposure. It depends really what your goals are and how much time you have and how much research you want to do and how related your genres are. I decided to create my Casey Adams pen name for my fantasy because I know that it's probably about a 50-50 split in my readership between those who read fantasy and those who don't read fantasy. And I knew that that split would affect my also bots. So it's kind of part experiment, but also part, I know this is the right thing to give the series as much exposure as possible. The other thing to consider is fitting genre trends. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but a lot of fantasy writers tend to have initials and a surname and remain gender neutral. Sometimes it's an intentional thing to remain gender neutral, sometimes it isn't. I didn't necessarily intend to create a gender neutral name, and like I say, I'm open about the fact that I use my Casey Adams pen name. The reason I did it was because I couldn't think of another first name to use, so I thought I'll use my first initial 
and my actual middle initial sounds rubbish next to Adam's. So I put the C in as a way to honor my boyfriend who's been really supportive. But when shouldn't you use a pen name? This is a big question. This is something that people might be a little bit wary of, but I would say there's really only one instance where you shouldn't use a pen name. And that is when you're trying to mislead people. I have seen men say, should I use a female name because I'm writing a female protagonist in a female genre? Yes, you might face prejudice if you're doing that. I'm not going to lie. But if you lie to people about who you are, then it is more likely to bite you in the ass than if you were upfront about it. If people are going to judge you based on your gender for the genre you write, then they're probably not in your target audience in the first place. But if you lie about who you are, like some writers have, in order to sell books, then it's going to affect you much more in both the short and the long term. There are some people who change genders in order to separate their fiction and non-fiction, and they don't experience this backlash. But it is always a risk, because some people go to the extent of not just having this pen name, but they also create full-on personas. They use stock images or images of family friends to create this persona. And it is so disingenuous to your readers to do this. A pen name is one thing, but a whole new person, a whole new character, is just work. And it's not necessary. Stephen King retired his fake persona in the 80s because he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. He still has pen names that he doesn't reveal because the genres are so different and he wants them to stand on their own merit and that is fair enough. But you have to consider if you are willing to mislead people and I certainly think on a moral ground you shouldn't. By all means use gender neutral names, use initials but don't say that you've got experience in x y and z when you don't just in order to sell books. Don't lie to people because you will lose their trust and you will lose book sales and you will then struggle. You don't want to end up losing what you've already built because you broke that trust because people are getting more and more interesting in the modern world and they will, I hasten to say punish you but in some cases yeah they probably will. There is no book of the week this week, but if a book has really spoken to you and you would like to share why you love it, it can be fiction, non-fiction, or even poetry, drop us a message over on Patreon and we will include your shout out. You can do it as a written one or you can record an audio snippet and we'll play it back. Did you find this episode enlightening? Don't forget to hit that shiny, shiny subscribe button so that you never miss an episode and don't forget to tell all of your friends about how awesome it is here too definitely you never know who you could help speaking of helping you can support the writer's mindset over on patreon for less than your favorite coffee a month join our growing gang of writers to get early access to episodes bonus episodes and patron only writing workshops when we hit our targets free ellie hugs if they ever meet you oh absolutely i'm a big fan of hugs uh hit me up uh not if you don't like hugs but if you like hugs i am there for it i don't do hugs though they're, they're not my style i mean that's fair i'll do all of your hugs you're you're more of a wrestling bitch face type of person i deny that but you can't deny the truth yeah millie takes after her own and on that note we will see you next time keep writing